Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. My name is Cody Sizemore and I am joined here by my lovely co-host, Maria Casillas. Maria, how are you doing? I'm doing super well. Thank you. I can see you now. I just wanted to share that. Yeah, so uh, you just had some eye surgery, right? <laughs> yeah. You know how we joke on here about how I'm definitely older than you? I, I've heard that a few times. I yeah. legit just had cataract surgery, dude. <laughs> I mean, how much older does it get than that? I think it's kind of crazy. Well, um, I don't know. I, I have gout. So, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to try to one-up each other on our, <laughs> on our old stuff. That's hilarious. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know what? I am telling you, I I am seeing colors that I didn't remember existed. Like it's it's wow. insane to me. And I have, I've only had it done on one eye, so the other eye actually is still um it's there's a cataract in that eye too. So I'll I'll have that done in a couple of weeks. But for right now, it's just the one and even though the right eye is still like messing things up for me, the amount that I can see is crazy. And mm. I'm just like, wow. It, so it, you can see me very clearly then. I can see you clearly. And, and I told the, like the, the doctor when I went in, they basically have, you have your um, surgery and then you have to go in like four hours later. So that I'm telling you the effects are almost immediate. Wow. And, uh, when I went in, she's like, well, how are you feeling? And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm okay. I said, but I tell you what, doc. <laughs> Like all this time, I thought like the bags under my eyes were just getting better. And I'm like, I just was not able to see them as well anymore. Like, now I'm actually seeing, like, oh my gosh, that's what I've been looking like for the last three years. It's actually pretty funny and a little bit mortifying all at the same time. Um, but yeah, I mean, like my kids, my kids are more beautiful. All of a sudden, it's, it's absolutely crazy. I kind of feel like... Um, you know, I don't know if you ever watch any vampire movies, but that's how I kind of feel. Like you go from just standard to like hyper being able to see everything. Uh, and I know it's not that much of a difference for regular people, but that was the difference that I felt. So it was pretty yeah. incredible. That's awesome. I'm super, super happy for you. And Thank you. I can read again. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm surprised that you can see me well because, Why? well, um, I'm wearing a camouflage shirt. Oh gosh. <laughs> I kind of am too. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Mine's more like a not quite camouflage, but yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, I love your dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I welcome them anytime. Time. Loaded, you know? so. But yes, I'm I'm thrilled. So anyway, I don't think that that's what we're supposed to be talking about today. But I really appreciate all of you guys for letting me just, you know, share that bit of information. You just, oh, I will say this, I will say this, the amount of money that I had to pay for this was a little bit embarrassing. Um, but and I told my mom, I said, well, my kids might not be able to go to college after I have this. <laughs> but you know what? I'll be able to see them end up on the streets. <laughs> it's been worth. Yeah, there you go. It's honestly, it's been worth every penny. I joke about my kids, um, but it it really feels like a new lease on life. And so I just want to share that because I know sometimes we can 
we can make decisions based on how much something is, what the cost of that is. And that was very tempting for me because I had a lot of guilt around how much I was going to spend on myself when I have all these other uh, obligations that I need to get. And I, I am so thrilled with the decision that we made because it, it just is like a whole different life. So I just wanted to share that real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a really good point to make. Um, but speaking of your kids. Yeah. I think that's what we want to talk about today. All right. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, it's as if you planned it. Yeah. I didn't even plan that segue. Great. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So let's talk about helping people teach their kids about money. Oh. I think this is a really, really important topic because one thing that I hear all the time, like, probably more often than not when I'm working with someone is I was never really taught about money growing up. Hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you have a client that has kids, eventually at some point you would hope that that cycle kind of ends, you know, and that they could then take the lessons that they're learning from you working with you to then also pass along down to their kids. But obviously it can't be, exactly the same because kids are kids and adults are adults, you know? Yep. Um, So I actually had a meeting with uh, a client recently and, you know, she had talked about how she wanted to like, you know, educate her kids and, you know, have them set up to make sound financial decisions and to have a good relationship with money and stuff like that. Um, So we talked about it. And um, even recently uh, today, even and yesterday, I've been talking to my own daughter about, money and about ways to, you know, raise money for this thing that she wants that's a little bit outside of the box of just doing chores and, you know, getting paid a dollar per chore. Mm -hmm. Just for context, Cody, your daughter, you don't, I don't want to give too much personal information about your daughter, but is she like from anywhere from like nine to 12, that age range? Yeah, she's turning nine next week. Okay. So on the lower end of that age range. Okay. Very good. Go on. So so I thought that, that that this would just be a good topic to talk about because I know that there's a lot of clients out there that have kids that want to break that cycle. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of them don't even know where to begin with that kind of thing because they never experienced it themselves. Yeah. You know? so, so that's what we're going to talk about is just cool. ways that you can potentially bring up these ideas to your clients, kids, you know, through your clients. Um, and then also potentially even install this into your own life if you have your own kids as well. Yeah, cool. I can think right off the top of my head of an example of a friend of mine who's not a client, uh, but she reached out because she knows what I do. And she was just kind of burying her soul and, and said, you know, this is what I this is what I need to do. And she started telling me about her teenage son. And um, through that conversation, I said, oh, well, you know, how about this, this and this? And She's like, oh, that's genius. And I can share some of that with you in a little bit. But um, I thought, you know what? What I just said to her was kind of common sense t- to those of us who are in this field. But it was that constant reminder of, you know what? It's not common sense for everybody. And even though we have the ability to like just pinpoint that one little thing that might make the difference for this person, them being so in the thick of it be so close to the situation, they might not have the ability to do that quite as easily. So mm-hmm. I think this is a really great topic. And so if you're listening today, it might not even be your clients who are asking you, it might just be a regular friend. So you do absolutely have something to offer to help break that cycle that Cody was talking about earlier. So yeah, 
Yeah. So what was the this, this, and this that was so genius? Well, see, it's going to sound, it, see, I, I shouldn't have told you it was genius because you're going to be like, oh my gosh, that's really not genius. Um, but it was just that, so her son is really, really good at, at earning money, really, really not good at saving money. And honestly, he's actually not horrible at saving money. It's not like he, he spends all the money that he earns, uh, but he just doesn't save all of the money that she would prefer he save, right? So there is definitely that then they need to kind of have a conversation around what is all that for. But the one thing that she was like, oh, that's a genius thing was she's like, well, he's not saving for da 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 da. And I said, well, he doesn't have a motivation. And I said, so what is something that he actually wants? Because in her mind, she's like, well, he should just save everything because he's living at my house rent free and blah, blah, blah. So she thought the only way to turn this around was to start charging him rent, which I told her she should charge him rent a long time ago. But um, but she thought that was the only thing she could do. And she's like, well, what about all of this other stuff? I said, well, what's his motivation? What is something that he wants? And she goes, well, he's been talking about getting a car. I said, okay, well, how about you have him go and pick out a kind of car that he wants, have him price those out. What does it look like? Set a date for when he would like to have said car. Back yourself into the goal of how much he has to save each month for that to happen. That was it. <laughs> that's, all, that's all the genius thing was. But because she was so close to it, there were two things. One, that's a very concrete approach. And she was too close to it to actually come up with that concrete approach on her own. But the real genius, I think, was that I was able to identify that the reason he wasn't saving isn't because he doesn't know how, it was because he didn't have a reason to. And mm -hmm. in her mind, the reason to was, why wouldn't you? You have no reason to spend this money elsewhere. But I think just because of what we do, I was able to quickly identify that as not being the true reason. So that's it. That simple. But it was nope. a life changer Just having a motivation her. behind it, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really, really good point because... Um, I will share the story about my daughter. So she came up to me uh, and, my, and my wife last night. And she was like, I want to have like a motorized Jeep mm. thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I don't know the exact amount of those, but I know that they're a couple hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. um, so they're not like a cheap, like, oh, yeah, like we'll just run to Walmart and grab that for you kind of thing like right. it's it's something that's like okay you want that let's talk about that kind of thing mm -hmm. and you know we sat down we talked about that and um you know the way that we the way that she earns money at the house is that we have certain things that are you know family uh family sort of like expectations you know for like different chores or things to do mm -hmm. but then we have other sorts of chores that she can do to earn some extra money for and you know it's nothing super crazy it's like a dollar or two per chore that she does you know that's fine for an eight or nine year old um but you know to save up a couple hundred bucks doing that it's going to take a long time and you're you know? gonna have a really clean house <laughs> yeah, yeah I, know. I know and trust me sometimes i'm like just get to work you know uh, especially with the little one around too right but uh I told her, I was like, you know what you're, you know what you need to start thinking of is thinking outside the box of just earning money through doing chores. Mm -hmm. And I said, and that's even something that you can take into the future when you grow up too, that you don't have to just earn money by having a job, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so you need to start thinking of different ways to get creative with that. And she goes, well, how can I do that? 
where do I even begin? And I said, well, why don't you start your own sort of business and, and be what's called an entrepreneur? And she said, what's that? And I had to explain that to her. Um, so, you know, and I said, and that's even something that can go into your adulthood that like a lot of the times, if you start your own business, the likelihood that you're going to make more money as compared to a job is pretty good. Now, not all businesses mm-hmm. and not all people, but the ones who put in the effort and they are consistent and they don't give up, more likely than not, yes, you're probably going to be in a better situation there. Um, and I even, you know, use what I do as a financial coach as one example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I told her, I was like, you know, we told the story several times on this show that if I didn't go full in with the coaching practice that I would be working at Home Depot right mm-hmm. now. And, you know, because of that, I would not have the house that we're living in. And I told my daughter that as well. I was like, we definitely would not be living here if I was mm-hmm. working at Home Depot. So that whole conversation like got her like all excited. And she mm-hmm. goes, well, how do I even start a business? And I said, okay, this is what you're going to do. I want you to go into the room and make two lists. List number one are the things that you're either really good at or that you enjoy doing something that you're like something that you have a skill in. And then the other one would be something that you feel would bring value to people. And she goes, okay. So she goes and makes these lists. She comes back to me and she goes, here's my list. And I look at them and we start talking, we go back and forth and you know, there was like the obvious things like lemonade stand. She's seen kids in our neighborhood do a lemonade stand. So she wrote that down and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there was other things on there to where like, she was like, I love to read. And I also um, love to do arts and crafts and I'm good with people. And I'm, uh, you know, a hard worker and I like being outside and like all this other kinds of stuff. Right. So we started talking about it. And I said, why don't you make custom bookmarks for people and then go door to door and sell them because that's something that people can use that they get value from. And it also showcases your strengths and you'd have fun doing it. And it's relatively cheap. So you can make some money off of it as well. Mm -hmm. And she was like, that's a great idea. And then, you know, she also said, well, I could also like paint these rocks and sell them to people for decorations. And I said, yeah, they could put it in their garden or they could use it as like an office paperweight or something like that. And she goes, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. right. So now she's doing all these things and she, you know, went up to her room today and started making her first bookmarks. And of course she did it using like, you know, uh, the regular like notebook paper kind yep. of stuff. And I was like, <laughs> it's gotta be better quality, but those are good ones to practice with, right? <laughs> So I was like, get some thick stuff. Like those could be her freebies <laughs> that yeah. she hands I was, out. I was like, get some thick stuff that people are going to like, you know, use and have it be durable, but this is good <laughs> to practice with. But mm-hmm. that's kind of one thing that you could do with your kids is just teaching them to think outside the traditional box. Absolutely. You know, and to, and to go after things versus just hoping that, you know, they trade their, their time, time for, for money. money or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. I love that. I'm real curious. What was one thing that stood out to you on her second list? The one that was going to bring value? Yes. Um, 
one thing that stood out to me. I'm just curious how an almost nine-year-old's mind works. That's really why I'm asking. Yeah, well, she actually had a hard time with it, to be honest I'm with sure. You. Yeah, she had to I'm keep sure she did. Back, and I was like, nope, keep going, you know. Um, but one thing that uh, that stood out to me, I think if I had to narrow it down um, from a nine-year-old list, especially, um, was was that she's like, people value having something that makes something easier for them. Hmm. That's actually really insightful for her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and I pointed that out to her and I said, that's really good. Like, why'd you write that down? And she goes, because I see, you know, you and mom and you're always like, you know, going around and doing a bunch of stuff. And, you know, it seems like sometimes you guys have so much going on that you get kind of overwhelmed. And if something was just easier, then it would be valuable. Mm -hmm. And I said, wow, you're very, very uh, insightful to see adults stressed out. That's a weird thing. I've never seen an adult stressed out. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, that list was shorter, for Mm -hmm. sure. The the list was much shorter than, you know, what she liked or what she was good at. Well, I imagine it would be. Um, And how did you define value for her or did you not? Did she just kind of instinctually know what you were talking about? She knew what I was talking about. Okay. Yeah. I talk about value quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So she knew. Okay. Very good. Yeah. I think that's a really great thing to do with with any kid of any age. Uh, But I think some kids will need a little bit more direction as to what you mean by, you know, what will people value and and that kind of thing. So I think it makes for some really great discussion around things, though, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So what other tips do you have for people listening today and, and wanting to work through things with their kids specifically? Yeah. Well, another thing that I told this client that I was talking to you about, um, it's something that I do with my, with my daughter as well is, um, I, I really like to teach kids the different purposes of what money can and should be used for. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're, if you have younger kids, whether it be an eight year old or whether it be a 14 year old, most kids see money and they think one thing. What can I spend it on? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's fine. You know, like that's one of the things that money should do is to buy things. Right. But then there should also be the element of saving and then also giving as well. So something that I do with my daughter is whenever she does do her chores or even like, what you know, if she starts this this business of the bookmarks or the paperweights, or whatever, um, any dollar that she makes it is a rule in my in my house that it can't all go towards one thing. You know, so right now the big motivating factor is is getting this Jeep. So mm-hmm. she would clearly be saving towards that. And she's like, I could do this and I could put all the money towards saving towards the Jeep. And I'm like, nope, you can't do that. That's a rule. Um, so I have the, I have her split it up evenly between spending, saving and giving because there's a balance there. You know, like too much saving, you're going to not have a fun life. Too much spending, Mm -hmm. you're going to live a really hard life. And too much giving, yeah, same thing. Like you're you're not going to have anything to to give off of if you just give it all away, you know? But having that balance is really, really healthy, you know? So whenever I pay her, I pay her in cash. And, you know, we just have like these three different 
envelopes and, you know, I just write or she wrote uh, spend, save and give on each one. So if she gets paid $9 one week, she puts $3 in each one, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so she gives to the church at eight years old, mm-hmm. you know, because um, that's just a part of her thing. And, you know, if she has a friend who has a birthday party that's coming up. Uh, you know, we could ask her like, Hey, do you want us to buy the, buy her, buy your friend the gift? And she says, no, I want to buy it because it means something more to her because mm-hmm. it's part of her give. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even just doing something like that, I think it's good to teach responsibility to the kids, but also it teaches a good relationship with money as well to where it's I not agree. all for spending, not all for giving and not all for, for saving, but there's a good balance there. Mm-hmm. May I make one suggestion? Yeah, of course. How do you how do you speak to her? And the the way that the reason I'm making this suggestion is because I love how you're introducing her to the vocabulary around what you're talking about. Uh, how do you speak to her about investing? And what would it look like if you had that as a fourth option? I know some parents will talk about that within their saving part. Um, but since you're already kind of planting those seeds of entrepreneurialism and thinking outside the box, I, I think it would be kind of a cool idea to have whether it's considered investing or opportunity fund, like so she could invest some of that money back into her business, etc. Um, I'm just wondering, how do you talk to her about that? Or have you not? Yeah, yeah. So that's something that I haven't done quite yet. Um, I don't I, for where she's at, I just don't think that she's quite there yet. I think that she's probably close, especially mm-hmm. if she were to do this business idea and like actually go after it versus just be excited for a couple of days and have nothing mm-hmm. come from it. Mm-hmm. But if she were to like actually go after it um, and then thrive with it in some, in some sense, uh, I think that that could be a conversation that could come up, but yeah. where I'm at with her that hasn't come up quite yet Um so I don't really, I know. don't think it's too early. I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think she's too young. Uh, and because it's not, you don't have to do, you know, I think you mentioned you do three ways, you know, I'm guessing 33 and a third, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't, I'm not suggesting you have to do 25 all across the board. Um, but I just, given how smart she seems to be and how intuitive she is, I don't think you'd be doing her a disservice to at least start introducing the vocabulary around that. And even just letting her put, whether it's 5% aside, um, but just so she can understand like, oh, this is how I can use this. And and that's why I can use really nice paper instead of lined paper because I've, you know, I can, mm-hmm. I, I'm investing in this opportunity. So yeah, I will say that she does understand the concept of it. Um, and the reason that she understands that is because I have gone into some detail about um, my real estate investing mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just moved into a new house a few months back and we kept our old house. We turned it into a rental and she had questions about that. So I had to explain it to her. I'm like, well, this is an investment. So, you know, we, we bought this house and now we're going to be keeping it and we're going to be having people pay rent. And a portion of that's going to go towards paying the mortgage. The other portion of it's going to go towards this and that. And the mm-hmm. other portion is going to come home with us. But then on top of that, there's also other benefits too, such as this and that and this and that. And that's how you actually grow your money versus just having it stay stationary, which right. then builds wealth. And and she yep. understands that completely. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, so you do have the conversations with her. Huh? That's, that's really what I was curious about. about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but as far as setting something up for her to invest her own money in, that has not been a conversation quite yet. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Well, very good. I think that's really, really neat that you do that. Um, I, I know like a couple episodes ago, we talked with Renee about student loans and, you know, how mm-hmm. to kind of work, walk our uh, students and our kids through that as well. Uh, what about like the car buying process or, um, cause that's usually like, I'm trying to think, I was going to say, or home buying process, but that's, they're not usually our, our children at that time, but they are still our children when they're typically trying to buy a car. Um, is there any fun stuff you have about that? Or around that. I know your kid's not there yet. <laughs> I know she's yeah, barely that, hitting nine. Um, but we are talking about our parents, our clients who are parents of, of other kids too. And, uh, you know, I'm just curious. Yeah, well, I think that what you said earlier about, you know, the motivation behind it mm. um, is very important. Uh, I will say that whether it be, and this is just my personal take, everyone has their different ideas behind, you know, cars and college with their kids. But what I will say is that whether it be a car or college for my kids, I do plan on helping them out in some sense, but mm-hmm. not completely. Mm-hmm. Like I want when you them say to, you mean, you mean physically paying for part of it? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I want them to work for it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to save for it or to, you know, cash flow it if it's college or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think that there's like a balance there of like, understanding that that, like, yes, those are larger purchases and yes, we are your parents and we're there to support you, but not completely. Like you still have to work for it. Mm -hmm. Um, so use that, that drive and that motivation to go out and get the thing that you want, you know? Um, and I've myself being a college dropout myself, I did not like college. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's certainly not for everybody. Yeah. That is for sure. I excelled in high school. Um, got to college and, you know, my first, I went for four semesters. My first semester, I had like a 3.8 GPA. Hmm. The second one, I had like a 3.5. The third one, I had like a 2.9. And the fourth one, I had like a 2.3. And it was not because it got harder for me or because I didn't understand it. It was because I was like, I just do not care. Yep. I do not care. You know, you lost the motivation. Yeah. Um, so I'm not one that sits here and pushes college to my kids either. Sure. Now, I'm not going to sit there and say, like, don't go to college. I give right. them the option. I say, hey, if you want to go to college, cool. But it's not something that you have to do in order to be successful. Right. You know, um, so even if, you know, she did want to go to college, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't be probably wouldn't tell her this, but I would probably say like, Hey, like you, if you want to go to college, then you need to pay for it. But then I would secretly like in the background, have something for her that when she is ready to pull that trigger, just be like, Hey, here you go. You know, like that kind of thing um, Mm -hmm. without taking care of the whole thing. But the reason I want to do that is simply because I want to install that lesson of if you want something, you need to go out and get it, you know? Um, Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to make it a little more generalized before we wrap up here and just say that I think one of the biggest things, no matter what it is that we're trying to teach our kids or that we're trying to help our clients teach our kids, their kids, excuse me, is to really understand the, 
the vocabulary around it, like understand what it is, but what do the different terms mean? So if you're talking school, understand what scholarship really means, understand what, you know, a semester means, what does it mean to have a BA and MA, all of those things. And if you're talking about a car, like understand what, what does principal mean? What does interest mean? Like, what are, what are some of the rates? What are the right questions to ask these individuals? I think that's probably the way we can best equip our children in any scenario, whether it's financially based or not, is that if we can help them understand what it is that they're actually trying to learn about, then they can know what are the right questions to ask. And then they don't have to have all the answers from us. They actually understand how to learn about any process that's thrown in front of them. So I don't know if that helps you at all, Cody, but it certainly has helped me over the last few years of understanding uh, that I don't have to have all the answers for everything, but I have to help my children understand the right questions to ask. And oftentimes it's as simple as, what does this mean? What does this term mean? Like as I'm reading through some of this paperwork, not to feel um, belittled by just for asking the question, you know, or to not know, like actually be okay and confident asking, you know what, I just don't understand what this one little thing means here. And it, it will open up the world for them financially. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, creating that space to allow them to ask is huge. Um, I think I'm glad you said that because there's a lot of parents uh, and I'm saying this because of the people I work with. There's a lot of people that said like, my parents did not talk about money. It was like a taboo subject, you know, yeah. and because of that, their kids are now dealing with their own financial issues. So just being that parent, that's okay with being transparent about money. Yeah. I think is massive, massive. You know, there's probably some people that would look at me and say, well, why are you telling your kids all this stuff? Um, now obviously I do it within reason. Like I'm not sure. telling them what's in our bank account or anything like that, but, um, you know, I am pretty transparent with them, but there's probably some people that would look at that and say, like, I don't think that's a good idea. Fine. It's not a good idea to you, but it is to me, you know? And, so, and I would, I would say that even if you don't think it's a good idea to share your actual personal information with your kids, it's okay to help them understand what it is that you are not sharing with them. So if you're yeah. not going to share with them, you know, the amount that's in there or the amount of interest you're earning or what kind of accounts you have, you can still help them understand what is a checking account versus a savings account versus a money market account versus a retirement account, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So mm -hmm. it's not even just about how transparent are you with your actual information. It's how do you help them understand what information they're going to need in order to move forward? So mm -hmm. I'm really glad you brought that up. Yeah. Well, Maria. Great Once talk. again. <laughs> yes, this is, this is fun. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, thank you for listening again. Um, you know, if you have kids, maybe try a couple of these things out. If you have clients who do have kids and they bring this up in some way, um, you know, take some notes and maybe suggest a few things like this. Uh, I think it can go a long way. And I think that the kids, setting the kids up is how we actually break this vicious cycle that we are in that is affecting so many people these days. So take yeah. it and run with it. And yeah. uh, we appreciate you listening in this week, last week, the week before that, next week, the week after that. <laughs> we always appreciate you guys. And we're just so blessed to be able to do what we do here. Um, and we can't wait to catch up with you guys next week for the next episode of the Financial Coaches Podcast.
See you then. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.